When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. Congratulations on your first win. Can you talk a little bit about the defense keeping the team in the game until that offense got going in the second half? Uh, defense been spectacular all season. Um, stats don't do justice what they've been what they've been able to accomplish, uh, and at all three levels, the, the D line was outstanding today. The linebackers were outstanding today. The young DBs play after play after play, and uh, uh, through all the adversity, the uh, call them what you will. We we had that game over several times in the in, in regulation, and but uh, credit to them. I mean, we were were fantastic. Robert, can you talk a little bit about Zach and his performance in the second half? Uh, Zach, you know what? It, it started on the third and ten conversion in the first half, um, and you know it's like like we all talk about these young with these young uh, kids. They're kids, and uh, you get a little ball rolling, you get a little bit of confidence, and, the, and it starts to snowball. And uh, the he showed everything that that we see in, pra- in practice. We see it all, and uh, the kid was outstanding. Uh, there's still going to be things that he knows he can clean up. He had a chance to end it in overtime, but the guy was resilient. He was he had resolve, and he was he was a playmaker. His touchdown to Corey, the 54-yarder, the, the one where he rolled out and then he told Corey to go deep. When you're standing on the sideline watching that, I mean, what, what's going through your mind? You know, it's, uh, no, 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 oh my God. <laughs> but, um, but that's what he did. You know, that's what he, that, that's what he did throughout his, his college tape. And, uh, and he got confident, he got rolling, he got outside the pocket, and, and he made a play. On that, third, on that third, and goal, uh, third, and one, uh, third and goal at the one in overtime where he, you know, they got him for a loss. If he had thrown the ball away there and it's fourth and goal, would you have? We we're going for it. Uh, so that's a, a big learning lesson for him. He, uh, he knows we've got two downs. Um, you know, just just throw it away. Let's go. Let's go for it on fourth down. Let's go in the game. Robert, two weeks ago here, you talked about him playing boring football, but that wasn't really boring today. <laughs> um, is that just you kind of think like that's kind of what you're going to have to live with, with Zach? Is that there's going to be some games where that style turns it over, but then some days it's going to be what we saw today where there's some electric plays. You know, there were, there were some, but he, he did. He took some check downs early. He took he took what the defense gave early. And, uh, you know, I thought Mike called a spectacular game that, uh, you know, he, Mike was aggressive in his play calling. Uh, there were certain shots that, you know, Mike was going for the jugular the entire game. There's certain looks that he was getting that made him can out of some stuff. But, uh, but yeah, there's, you know, you take the good with the bad. and. You know, uh, just like one loss doesn't define, one win doesn't define, and he's got to get back to it and continue to grow and get better from this. What went right with, uh, to be able to generate such a pass rush with seven sacks? I mean, was this really kind of an example of your vision for this pass rush coming to life? You know, and it's, uh, the, again, credit to this D-line. They've, they've been doing it all year, um, getting after the quarterback, but it, but it's rushing coverage, right? Uh, I don't think enough credit goes to these young kids in the back end. Uh, two new safeties uh, stepping up and and playing a heck of a game back there with communication. Ashton getting his first run, Niesman getting his first run. I lose Eccles, uh, and they didn't flinch. And uh, and that's what we, that was a big thing we talked about at halftime. You can't flinch, uh, not against a team of uh, Tennessee's caliber. And uh, 
but you know the, the D line again they've been relentless all season. It was just it was cool to get to see him get get uh, ten L on the ground. Robert, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think you had one timeout left towards the end at the end of overtime. Did you give any consideration to, to calling in and icing the kicker? No. And if so why not? You know, just let, let the flow of the game go. The crowd's going nuts. Don't let them think about it. Let them, let them kick it. So. How advantageous is it having someone under center that looks so comfortable when a play breaks down and they're playing some of their best football? I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Zach and Tom's looked very comfortable when the play broke down and he's rolling out and scrambling. How advantageous is it having someone that is so poised in that moment? No, that so, you know, as as a, from a defensive, I'm speaking like a defensive coordinator right now, but. Uh, for defensive football, quarterbacks who improvise and go off schedule, there's no call for it, right? You 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 beat you you call a play, you beat it in sequence or in timing, and then the quarterback does something and he disrupts the entire flow. So, a quarterback who can improv improvise, go off schedule, um, there's no play call for it. It's hold on to your seats and, and hope something good happens. But uh, at, for him, that's that's what he's that's what he's shown and that's what he's done and. Uh, uh, not that it's going to be like that every week. Hopefully, it is. But uh, <laughs> but it was it was good. All right, I know I know that there was that the play didn't work. Uh, it was the drive on offense before the Titans went down and tied the game. The third and ten that Zach missed to Corey Davis. It was incomplete. They got the Titans the ball back. But still, you guys put the ball in Zach's hands. You told him to kind of go win the game. Can you just talk a little bit about the faith and the confidence that you have in him to make the right decision? There? A, lo a lot of faith, and you know we got the look. He's been he's been making that throw. He made that throw all all game. And uh, that's that's just one of those. Like the game's over right there. And uh, you know, we we talked about it. And you know, those are the things that he's even going to get better at. And those are the things that he's got to be able to take home with him and get better at those in those situations. And and make the throw to put the dagger in there, put the dagger in the game. And and we're taking three knees right there, and it's over. But uh, but yeah, he's you know when when he's rolling when he was rolling the way he was, it was it was very easy for Mike to call the game and and put it in his hands. He was making really good decisions, even with the interception. Um, you know, unfortunate Corey falls and it and it ends up the way it did. But uh, but regardless, thought he th thought he was awesome. Robert, what what is it to have uh, Jameson back on the offense for you guys? You you guys saw it. You know, he's a security blanket. A big third down uh, conversion and uh, overtime that I thought was going to end up getting us that win. Like he's just a reliable one on one separator. And uh, when you when you have one of those security blankets and you know he's going to be where he's supposed to be. Uh, those guys are priceless. Robert, what did Corey show you in a play where he, maybe he should have made it Russ Middle early? He falls down on the interception, and then he comes back and it has some just monster catches for you guys. You know, it's the same thing. That 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 play over the middle. You know, I'll tell Corey he's got to make it, but I'll also tell Zach he's got to put it on him, right? And uh, but for Corey, you know, he's had you know a couple of games where he he knows that he's got more in the tank, and for him to settle his mind, settle his heart rate, uh, slow his heart rate down, and uh, and play the way he did. Um, especially against his former team, where a lot of a lot of times guys kind of do way too much, uh, just shows his professionalism and, and the resolve that he has. And he he was lights out today. You talked a lot about seeing Zach's explosive ability in practice and on tape, but for for him particularly to see it translate into a victory for the first time, what do you think that will do for him going forward? Yeah, we'll, we'll see, right? You know, there's going to be a lot of things that he's got to be able to take from. But just like I said, that losing a game doesn't define you. Neither does winning. Uh, you've got to stack these things up. You've got to stack up great days and continue to get better. And uh, we got a, uh, a really good opponent go, uh, coming up in London. We've got to do our best to, to find ways to get better and not, not read our press clip, uh, clippings. What's that locker room like right now? It's awesome. It's awesome. A couple more. When you look at, look at Tennessee's offense, you kind of say 
Henry's going to get his. You know that, and like, what, what kind of, what was the game plan going in against him? You know, it's it's the same that you would always say against a team like that. Whether they had, uh, whatever it was, stop the run. Uh, there you got a great play action pass game, and uh, and then on third down, it was it was going to come down to third down, getting off the field and playing man coverage and doing everything we can to to make Tannehill's life miserable. And uh, and I got the stat here: there were five of nineteen uh, on third down, and we had seven sacks. So I mean, it's we. I feel like uh, Albrick and his staff, they, they did an, an unbelievable job preparing and the players did an unbelievable job executing. What areas did you see Zach improve from, from last week's game? You know, it's, it's the same for, for, for Zach. It's, you know, just letting the game come to him. You know, he didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. Uh, the interception was unfortunate, but like he, he made the right reads. He put the ball where it needed to be. He was aggressive when he needed to be. He was, he was boring when he needed to be, believe it or not. Um, and uh, just just thought he did a really really nice job playing his game. Any, what did you, any injuries? Uh, Eccles has a uh, concussion. Well, uh, that'll be day today. What did you say to Zach afterward? You having fun yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thanks everybody. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Jets fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the ninety eight point seven ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and keep listening to the home of Jets football ninety eight point seven ESPN.